learning another language is not only learning different words for the same things, but learning another way to think about things by Flora Lewis. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Language Bro Podcast, where we talk about all things language related. So if you are looking to improve yourself culturally, academically, financially, or just want to travel, then you've come to the right place. We will discuss down to earth topics that relate to your struggles as a learner in your everyday life. So let's start your language journey with your favorite language bro. Hey everybody, thank you so much for coming back to the Language Bro Podcast. It's me, Mr. Robert, and today we are on episode two. And today's topic is going to be about why we learn languages. So I feel having the purpose to learn a language is really important because, you know, many times we learn a language because, oh, it sounds cool and, oh, I want to maybe try to speak it. Uh, but then that motivation kind of putters out. So I wanted to kind of go over the top reasons why people learn languages and what keeps us motivated. And I'm even going to show you guys some perspectives of some of my students and language exchange partners along this journey. Uh, but first, I just wanted to do like a quick shameless plug. If you're currently looking for an English tutor, I am accepting students. Uh, my link is down below. But if you're looking to find a good tutor to learn languages in general, I would check out italki. Italki is an online platform to where you can learn any language you're looking for. So if you're interested, check out italki.com. So let's get into today's topic. So I did some research looking for the top reasons why people learn languages. And this was really interesting for me. And I decided I'm going to give you the top six reasons that I found. And I'll go into some of these in depth in later podcasts. But let's go ahead and do just a small overview of these topics. And let's see where we go. So number one, being more social. So I think this is really good for the introverts and extroverts that listen to my podcast, because I think sometimes, you know, we want to learn a language because we want to travel, meet new people, just be a social butterfly. Um, And, you know, some people who are introverts want to do the same thing. They want to be able to go to their favorite country or something of interest and speak the language. So I feel like this is like a two for one special. It gives you the confidence to become more social and it gives you a reason to be more social. So I feel like this topic is actually really important because that's why we learn languages is to be more social. So let's go on to number two, job advantages. I think this is really important. Uh, I touched on this on episode one. You know, you can actually use languages in a very productive way in your job and it could be any job, you know, especially if you're working in the public service industry, you can definitely use languages. Uh, you know, for me, when I was working in a couple different jobs, you know, not just in my hometown, but like when I traveled, I was constantly using like four or five different languages, you know, and, and especially in recent years, you know, I was able to use Spanish, I was able to use Arabic, Chinese, and a little German. And I thought this was really cool because, you know, where I live, it's mostly Spanish dominated speakers. So this was like a really big eye opener for me. So I was really excited to see that you can actually gain some popularity and gain some credibility in the public service industry. And, you know, most employers will pay you more for being bilingual. I don't think people realize that. You know, you can be a bilingual speaker and make a lot of money, or you can just get into the language industry yourself and become a full-time interpreter or translator, and it works out very, very well. 
I'll get into those types of jobs later. Uh, but let's move on to topic number three, cultural understanding. So this is something that's really cool. Uh, when I was learning how to become a teacher, I had to learn how to approach each culture, each type of person that I worked with. And, you know, you really get an understanding of how people are, what people think. And it kind of gives you an understanding of why people do what they do. You know, you can sit there and go, wow, I didn't really understand that foreigner because they were very cold or they just weren't very funny or whatever the reason may be. And it may not be that they didn't like you or they didn't understand you. It just might be their culture. You know, that comes along with anything we do. You know, many people might look at Americans as being rude and snobbish. It's may, might be true, but, you know, it also could be culture. You know, so I think this actually opens up the barriers a lot, kind of breaks away from people. Uh, it makes us more unified. It was when we start learning the culture, we start appreciating each other more. So I think that this is very, very beautiful. Okay, this is another one that I felt was controversial, but I feel like a lot of people do it. Uh, and this topic is about love. You know, many times, you know, we find a pretty guy or a pretty girl and we go, oh, they're a foreigner. They don't speak my language. Ooh, they speak another language. Let me learn it. Uh, so we sit there and we learn a language to impress them. This is more common than we think. You know, I've been around the language community now for about five years and it's very common. You know, many people are wanting to be part of the pickup community and flirt and that's the thing they do. And, you know, there's some good and bad to that. Um, you know, I do think it's good to kind of have someone you can be completely immersed in the language with. But also, it's just not a very good motivator. So I don't think it's completely good. But, you know, it is a reason why people do it. And we have to keep that in mind. Okay, so the next topic is going to be about travel. So a lot of people love to travel, especially in recent years. People have been really excited to go different parts of the world, like Asia, Europe, the Middle East, you know, uh, Latin America. There's a lot of places you can go. And if you know a good portion of languages, you will not be stuck in a language barrier. So I think a lot of people are learning languages to travel and kind of see the world, which also ties into cultural understanding and being more social. So I think that this ties in very nicely. Uh, and it is great. And I'm hoping in coming months to next year, we can start traveling again. I know COVID-19 really put a damper in a lot of people's travels in 2020 and 2021. I know it did for me. I was actually supposed to go to like Vietnam and Japan back in 2020, uh, but it did not work out. But uh, that did not stop me from learning languages. And I'm glad that I'm still doing it today. So let's talk about another big topic, confidence. So, you know, many people don't realize it, but when you have confidence in learning a language, it also brings out confidence in you because when you know that you can communicate with other people, that builds confidence. So that can tie into many things. It can tie into your social interactions. It can tie into your jobs. It can tie into your interpersonal relationships. And this really plays a big role in a lot of things we do. So it won't just be about languages, but it could, you know, go into your everyday life, you know. So you just really have to sit there and go, wow, you know, I didn't realize, you know, I'm starting to become a more confident person, but I really am. And, you know, this can be interpreted in many different ways. Uh, but, you know, overall, it does boost confidence and it does allow you to be more social. So something to think about. And I will touch on those in other topics in other podcasts. But now, my last reason is brain function. 
and I have always been a big advocate for this. I feel brain function is important, especially as we get older. You know, we start, you know, getting lazy. You know, once we go through like our primary school years and college years and we get into the workforce, we we just stop learning. We just stop thinking. Uh, and I think that's a big no-no. Uh, I used to be that way. I used to think, oh, well, I don't need to learn anything. Like I'm 20 or 25. I don't need to learn anything else. Uh, and sadly, that's, that's very mistaken. You know, there was a big survey going on that, you know, a lot of people who actually l- keep learning languages and keep doing stuff for mental cognition actually reduce the effects of Alzheimer's and dementia. So if you continue to learn a language and you continue to strive and trying to use these for personal gain, it also helps you in the long term. So you're not running into mental health problems later. And and I think it's an overall very healthy thing. So if you want to flex those brain muscles, go learn a language. So those are the seven reasons that I found was the common denominator for a lot of people to learn a language. Uh, and I will probably touch on probably four of these uh, that will really help you not just, you know, financially, but, you know, mentally and emotionally. And I think that these will be really good for you. So stick tuned to other podcasts to see what we're going to talk about. So this is going to tie into something that's really important. You know, these topics that I talked about are what, are what we use for motivators. You know, sometimes a lot of people will go, okay, I just don't know what to do. I want to learn language, but I don't know how to get started. But it sounds cool. And, and then, you know, five or six months later, they just kind of burn out and it's not something they want to do. So you got to have to really think about what motivates you to learn a language. What's going to keep you doing this long term? Because, you know, language learning is not a short term process. I don't care what anyone tells you. You cannot learn, you know, a full language in like three to six months. It's not possible. Uh, I mean, yes, you could probably become very good at the language, but I do not feel like you can learn an entire language in six months. Uh, so you have to have motivators as to why you learn a language and how you're going to use it long term. So I actually did a few interviews with a couple of my students and language exchange partners that I've worked through without the years. And we kind of talked about these various topics, you know, why did you learn English or why do you think it's important to learn a language? And it was really interesting to hear the response. And I really wanted you guys to listen in on this because I feel you guys will get a lot of perspective from it. Just because, you know, yeah, like you can hear me and it's like great and awesome, but hearing it from peers who are, you know, in the age range of like 19 to like 35, it really does, you know, feel more personal. So I'm going to go ahead and drop in the audio for my interviews. So let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. My name is Anna from China. Well, my first experience with English was in university. My friend and I went to an English corner, but at that time I was so nervous because I forgot almost everything except hi, hello, fine, thank you, bye bye. But my friend and teachers there really helped me and encouraged me a lot to talk to them. So even just for five minutes, but before I go, one of the teachers just said that I had good pronunciations. So that's really gave me an idea. Why can't I start from very beginning step, you know, the alphabet, try to practice from A, B, C, D, E, F, G. 
So from that moment until now, many years passed. I never stopped learning and improving myself. I tried different ways and different tools, such as English news. Very cool. So that was my friend Anna from China.、Uh, she's also an English teacher, and I've known her for a very long time. So I'm very thankful for her submission. So let's move on to our next interviewer. Hello from Russia. My name is Anna, and I am an English learner. And I think learning a new language opens us many possibilities in your personal and professional life. I love English very much because it's the language of in the of the international communication, and I want to be fluent in English. And people always ask me questions: Why do you learn English language if you don't have any job? Where will you speak in English? We You don't use it in everyday life. As for me, English is one of the best, and I want to be fluent in it. And my first step, how to learn English, is like to set my goal for myself. Why do I want to learn English? Setting a goal serves like two purposes. The first one, having a goal, makes you more motivated. You will motivate yourself every day. To reach your goal, because you have a concrete aim to work very hard, and it makes it easy to track your progress and decide how well your studying is going on. And for me, the main main idea how to start learn English is do what you love to do. Some people love to watch movies. Other people play game. Different people like to read books, and I found my Rowena of learning English, and I started to write poems in English, because I love poetry and I love to write in English language, and it's like my passion for about three years, and I wrote more than sixty-five、uh, poems in English language. And only two in Russian language because the Russian language don't motivate me to write. When you do these things, what you love to do, you are learning. It's very easy, and you want to learn every day. You know that every time when you want to learn more. And it's really very difficult. You need to learn grammar because if you want to sound very nice, you need to learn grammar. While some teachers are saying grammar is not important, for me it's very important. For me, English grammar is like a big forest. There are twelve trees, and they are very similar to each other. It's like four family and. That three, three trees in each group. It's like twelve trees, like group of indefinite, perfect, continuous, perfect, continuous. And how do I speak by using these tenses? It's a hard work and a long journey of learning. I am very happy to write poems in English, and I want to be. Understandable for my readers, and then you learn grammar. Your poems are really amazing, and 
I am writing that poems. I put myself through that poetry and I want to my reading to be understood. And if you want to be understood, you need correct grammar. And I want to introduce my poem, I am in love with the English language. My favorite language is like an ocean, hearing it is full of emotions. I can't describe my feelings inside. It's one of the best that's in my life. I am in love with the English language, a creator of a world, a reason to be loved. The language like the land of love, which must always live above. Love is like a game that arrived with fame. Without you, the days are empty. The days are sad to listen, to speak and understand. The amazing English structure land. I want to be with you. Give me your hand. To be successful, I would give what I have. I will struggle for you till the end of my love. Life written by Anna Dar. And if anybody wants to listen more about my poetry, you can join my Instagram, anna.dar.poetry. Thank you for listening. Very cool. I met Anna through a language exchange app, uh, and I've been talking to her ever since. She's a really great speaker, so it's been a pleasure to work with her. Okay, so the next person I want to introduce is my friend Mohammed from Palestine. Um, for me personally, um, I wanted to learn English because, um, well, first of all, English has been a passion for me, um, you know, for quite a long time. And at the same time, um, I wanted to work on it and improve it because, um, because I did know how important it is to, to speak English and how it's going to help me. Um, whether with my work or with my traveling and, and, and things like that. Um, and, and also, there is also a good element, an important element, which is connecting with people who come from different cultures. And this, this basically opens the door to a lot of different things. It makes you more open to um, culture differences and stuff like that. Because when you learn a language, um, you learn their sense of humor, you learn... Um, you know, how they see things and what, you know, you kind of like get to know these kind of stuff. All right. Thank you, Mohammed. Mohammed is a really good friend of mine that I met through Language Exchange app. Uh, he's a very intellectual man. And I love to have like a lot of great conversations with him about life and language and education. So it was a pleasure to get his response. All right. So my last interviewer will be Leticia from Brazil. Hi, Robert. Hi everyone. Uh, well, my name is Leticia. I'm from Brazil and I've been an English teacher for the past seven years, I think seven or eight years. Well, um, I started learning English at the age of six, I think. I actually didn't want to learn English, but my mother kind of forced me to and I ended up falling in love with it. I was fascinated that there was another language out there that people call things by a different name because they spoke a different language and that to me as a child was fascinating growing up i realized that english could do so much more for me like it gave me a career in teaching english even though i'm actually a law graduate i have never practiced law in my life and because i started teaching as a part-time job when i started college 
I decided to continue teaching after I graduated. So I never even started all, all I most most of what I did in law was my internship. That's as far as I, I went in law. Uh, so I've had my career for the past seven, eight years. So as I was saying, I when I grew up, I realized that English was so much more important than I had expected and that I was a step ahead of everyone else in that regard because I already ha I, I was already fluent by the age of, what, 15, I guess. But uh, if you ask me how I learned English, I would say that, yes, going to an English school helped, helped me a lot. But that, that wasn't all. Teaching and having, uh, having a teacher and having guidance is very, very important. And that's something I tell my students. I, it's great to have someone to tell you the way and to give you a path in learning English. But you have to have contact with the language in any way possible. So you can expand your vocabulary and expand your range of expressions. So I was I loved English. I loved studying English so much that all of my content was basically in English. I started even as a child to watch things in English, to watch cartoons in English. And growing up, of course, uh, I got different interests. So I was I got interested in sports. So I started watching everything about sports in English or I started looking at music videos or at interviews of the artists that I liked in English. Uh, when I started learning how to cook, I started learning how to cook in English. So there was always plenty of vocabu new vocabulary for me to learn. Um, and from there, I, I guess it's kind of natural. I, if you ask me how my pro progress in the language happened, I can't tell you because it was such a long time ago that I don't really remember how, how I learned the language and what the process was like for me. All I know is that I searched for people to speak to online. I watched a lot of things in English. I talked to a lot of people in a lot of people in English. I didn't miss an opportunity to put it in practice. If I knew that there was an American in town, uh, nearby, or uh, an English person, or an Australian—I don't know anyone that spoke English—I would speak English to this person. I would try to speak English to this person. I wasn't shy about it. And I don't remember how my progress was like in English, but I'm a language learner too. So I've been studying English for the past year. And I see all the difficulties that people might have when learning a new language. It's different for me because I already have a first, uh, a second language. But what, what, what would be my big tip to learn English? Uh, if you ask me, I would say it's to... Don't hold yourself back. Don't get hang up, hung up on details. Don't get hung up on details. I have many students who are so good and have so much talent to learn language. And they're great, but they, they get stuck on a detail. On why uh, this grammar is like this. Or why this is, it's like this in English, but it's different in Portuguese. Or in their uh, native language. So don't get hang, hung up on things. Just try to accept the language as it is in, in its details. 
So guys, that's my testimony. That's uh, me. Um, and it was very nice telling you my story. I enjoyed this experience. Thank you so much, Leticia, for your great testimony. Uh, Leticia was one of my students that I helped re get ready for the IELTS exam. Her and her partner worked with me for several months, and I developed a great friendship with them. So it was just an honor to work with her, and I thought it was great to get her testimony. So guys, uh, we are now towards the end of the podcast, and during this time, I'd like to give out one tip for language learning. So my tip for today would be any word or phrase that you're stuck on, I would read it, speak it out loud 32 times. This is a method that I feel works really well, and I'll explain this in future podcasts. But uh, the 32 method is supposed to help with the long-term memory. So to give it a try and let me know what you think. I would love any comments and criticism about that. I would love to see what you guys think. So guys, thank you so much for coming to episode two. I wanted to give a shout out to not only my interviewers, but to my audience. Uh, as of today, we have reached seven downloads. So cool, guys. That's a really big honor to me. Uh, I'm really glad that you guys enjoy my podcast, and I hope you enjoy future podcasts. So guys, uh, this will be the end of my podcast, and I will see you guys next week. If you guys are not aware of my schedule, I will be uploading a podcast every Monday about 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So guys, thank you so much for coming today, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Language Bro Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Language Bro Podcast.